Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome into the CMB Fantasy Football League. I am Zach Henson, joined by Jake Stanifer again. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. You got any more drafts? Are you done? How many leagues are you in? I'm only in four this year. I was in six last year, so I, I was able to cut two, thank goodness. So hopefully I can keep my sanity. <laughs> are you done with all your drafts? Was that it? Yep. Uh, CMB was my last one. Nice. Uh, how do you feel about your draft? Or how, how do you feel about our draft this year? What did you think about? Do you like the software we used? Uh, what was your opinion on all of that? on all of that so just on the software alone i like i liked it because it moved the draft faster but my biggest complaints were the inability to search for players if you weren't picking interesting okay yeah so like when it got toward the end and you know we only had like 20 second rounds you know people were picking their players and what would happen is the screen would show up and it would say so-and-so pick so-and-so and you couldn't see the board at all. It was just right. constantly changing. Yes. So yeah. there were some players that I was, I was trying to look for and I couldn't find. And I, the only way to look is to look at the filter from the positions. And like, if you're looking for somebody that might be a little deeper down the list, it was impossible to do. So that was my only complaint, but I think overall it, it helped move the draft quicker. Yeah. I think in a, in a perfect world, we would have had a, right in the middle you could have had just like one monitor on the draft board where it didn't pop up with the name it was nice to have the names pop up so that you would know somebody got drafted but i would have liked to have one monitor or, or something that was just only the draft board so you could see the picks um because it was moving quickly so that's good to know i had no idea about the the search thing as i was frantically trying to type in the names into yahoo so they would be ready after the draft but with us doing 30 second picks, it was um, quite insane back there for me. So, um, yeah. So, what did you think about the uh, ice bucket video? I thought it was probably the best that's ever going to be. Wow. It's the best. Wow. It's, it was obviously the best one that, like, to date. And yeah. I don't know if it'll ever be taught, quite wow, honestly. Over, it was, it was over, amazing. over paces. Oh, well, yeah, 100%. 100%. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. The new number one. All right. Um, real quick, I wanted to give a thank you. I already did it before, but um, thanks to all the people that brought extra food, you know, uh, Pace, Jeff, and and uh, Cam. And I know Allie helped with uh, the cake balls that they had. And my wife, Sarah, who probably will not listen to this, but uh, thank you guys to everybody chipping in there with the extra food. It was it was awesome. Jake, did you try any of the the food there? And, and what was your favorite? Yeah, so like I had I had kind of like a, a list of four things on just the overall general observations, and we've pretty much talked about two of them already. But I had one specifically noted for Pace's Barbecue. It was incredible. Yes. I, you know, I was standing over there, and it was just like everybody kept coming in and saying, did you make this, you know, to Pace? Like, um, so I'm glad that everybody enjoyed that. And uh sounds like Pace needs to open a restaurant soon is is what I was I was picking up on, so um did you like anything else you try any of the other food all i ate was pizza yeah and barbecue and the ice cream of course like oh I, yeah the, the mashed yeah. they looked more like mashed potatoes this year than they ever have 
It was a little, they were, it was probably the most densely packed ice cream consistency that we've had. But after you gave it a few minutes and kind of, you know, ice picked it a little bit, it was yeah. perfect. Yes. Yeah. It, you don't mess with the the perfection of, of Jeff's ice cream over there. You just kind of let it happen. And uh, yeah, so that is, um, we really appreciate everybody bringing the food there. So um, moving on to the, to the mock draft there, Jake, what were your thoughts on your mock draft? I know it kind of got turned upside down there with Awanazan, right? Of course it did. Yeah. I think I only got two of the actual picks to managers. Correct. Which, you know, it's hard to do because, you know, when Jordan took Najee, it just completely flipped everything, just like Tecmo took Kelsey last year. So I'm pretty sure this is just going to happen every year. Somebody's just going to do something totally unexpected, and it's just going to throw everything off kilter. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's jump straight into it. After this, Jake, I don't know if you have this ready or not, but we're going to go through and make picks for each, each uh, matchup this week. So uh, we'll we'll try to do that really quick after this, but let's go ahead and get into the draft grades. And um, Jake, you can start with with whoever you want. But I want to say this: I, I went back and I listened to last year's episode, and did you not give the highest grade to the champion Pace last year? Is that I right? Did. So so listen up, guys, because uh, Jake nailed it last year. So uh, I thought that was impressive. So props to you on that, Jake, and. Uh, yeah, whenever you're ready, whoever you want to start with, um, go ahead with the draft grades. Yeah, we'll start off with uh, Big Orange Bullies. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give the Yahoo grade. I'm going to give the fan draft grade. So the software that we use, FanGrade, gave a grade right after the draft was done, and I took a picture of it. And I just wanted to note if there was any big discrepancies there. So, uh, so Big Orange Bullies with the first pick, Yahoo gave him a C plus. Fan draft gave him an A. So that's quite a quite a discrepancy there. So, you know, I try to look at the strengths of every team and um, they're really, they have strong players at all the main positions. And when I went through the roster, I really didn't see too many glaring weaknesses, um, but nothing really just said, you know, this team is like a championship team. So I'm going to give them a B plus. B plus. Yeah. I look at their roster and, um, you know, Darren Waller right there, you hope that he still gets the targets now with uh Devonte adams there but i really like them with with uh jalen hurts i think that's a great pick quarterback so uh, yeah i think they got a good team yeah elijah mitchell and uh antonio gibson i have question marks on so i, I went through and i noted like which players are going to be the core of their team and which i liked and I, I put question marks on some of the players for each of the teams and so the running backs i have huge questions on yeah yep i agree with that Yeah, so moving on to uh, the second, um, Cam Golden Eagle Football Club. Uh, so Cam Cam coming into the year, this is his first draft. Um, Yahoo gave him a B, and draft gave him an A+. I had his strengths written down as uh, running back and wide receiver, uh, which you definitely need to be strong at in our league. Uh, weaknesses were quarterback, but it really wasn't too bad. Uh, he's got Kyler Murray, which um, isn't anything to sneeze about, but uh, he is very inconsistent. Uh, I've had I had him in a couple leagues the last couple of years, and he's kind of frustrating to own, but he can surely put up some big weeks. But uh, uh, question are his uh, his back-to-back tight end picks at seven and eight. I didn't really like that, but it, it could pay off. 
they're basically like two of the same tight ends. So I thought he could have waited and got maybe a, a better pick at round eight. But overall, I think you've got a pretty good chance at getting into the playoffs with uh, Christian McCaffrey. So I'm going to give him a B plus. B plus. Yeah. Uh, you hope that Zeke is for real this year, you know, with his team and uh, Tony Pollard does not pull away. And uh, Cam Akers, a little bit of a question mark there, still yet to be determined. Who knows what's going to happen with the Rams' backfield. But uh, I like Derek Carr there at his quarterback, getting him where he got him. And uh, I think that Carr is going to be super motivated this year. So I think that's a good upside pick for him. So sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the league there, Cam. Yeah, sorry. I I was looking at Jordan's team for for whatever reason when I saw the quarterback. Uh, It wasn't Kyler Murray. Yeah, it was Carr. Yeah. That that was the first part. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. All right, who you got so next? Moving, yeah, moving on to the third pick, uh, Jordan I, Isaiah 431. Yahoo gave him a D plus. Fandraft gave him a C. Uh, I tried to find some strengths on this roster, and I could not find any. Um, I I don't really know where to start on this one, and I saw I saw him, I saw Jordan come in with a book. <laughs> So that that was like okay, I wonder what wonder where he got it. I wonder when he got it. Right. Because um, he he picked Najee at number three, which I've even seen him go sometimes in the second round, especially when he disclosed that he had that West Frank injury that he's playing with right now. Uh, to have Justin Jefferson, Cup, Eckler on the board at that point, huge question mark taking Harris there. Uh, Devin Singletary in the third round, highly questionable there. I don't like Amari Cooper with the Browns. Uh, Mike Gesicki, uh taken after Darren Waller in the fifth round was almost unexcusable. So um, I'm just going to have to give him a D on this one. And it's nothing personal. I'm just look, looking straight at the roster, and I think he's probably going to be competing for the ice bucket. Yeah, I uh, definitely was not impressed with the Najee Harris pick there. He is the one player that I just did not want any part of um, this year in any draft that I did. I heard some stat where um, it was it was talking about where players that had over 400 touches and what they did the following year, which was they were no good, really. I mean, they were just average or they never lived up to what they were the previous year. And the only player in the NFL, I think, that had that many touches uh, for this stat was Najee Harris this year. So when, when I saw that, I was just completely sold on not – taking any part of him in draft. So, and, and I agree with uh, Gusecki and, and some of the other picks are very questionable. So um, I, I agree. It could, it could be the ice bucket champion right there. So who you got next? All right. So your worst nightmare, Kevin. Um, so uh, I think Suggs had said before the draft that he was unable to make it uh, do his dad, I believe uh, was having some health issues. So, um, definitely want to want to pray for his dad and, and keep keep his whole family in our thoughts and prayers. Um, I was I actually went through and I, I didn't think that Kevin could put together a team being so disconnected, but Yahoo gave him an A minus and Fandraft also gave an A minus. And I actually went through the roster. I looked at it completely objectively. Strengths of tight end, quarterback, receiver. He's got good solid IDPs. Um, only questions maybe are running back, but I think he's got like such a well-balanced team that uh, should his running backs pay off. So he's got Tony Pollard and Penny and ETN, you know, ETN was the uh, his second round pick 
who could absolutely blow up, but you've got Pollard, who's a backup. You've got Penny, who's in a questionable situation here in Seattle. Everywhere else on his team is is awesome, but his running backs have a question. But, you know, I'm going to have to give him an A. Absolutely get an A for that. Yeah, I really like the Justin Jefferson pick. Uh, when we first took pick number seven, I think, uh, in the draft is what we were, we really wanted Justin Jefferson. And then it was like the last, I don't know, two weeks or so, it just seemed like everybody was vaulting Justin Jefferson even higher in, in mock drafts. And uh, so I knew we did not have a shot at Justin Jefferson. So a uh, big fan of of him at that pick. Um, and then ETN, I'm I'm really interested to see what he, he does. Um, I was worried a little bit about James Robinson stealing some work from him, and he might. But, I, I mean, he's coming back from an Achilles tear, I think, and um, – I just don't think he's going to be as big of a threat. And uh, I kind of wish I had ETN in a couple other leagues. So I, I think that he's got a great team. Like you said, Daryl Henderson there um, <clears throat> at the running back for the Rams. Anything's possible with this uh, first week. He could get some good run and, and surprise everybody. So, uh, but yeah, I agree. I think uh, Kevin's got a great team. Yep. Tecmo. Yeah, moving on to Tecmo Yahoo gave him a C minus fan draft, a B plus. Um, so that's pretty much right there, neck and neck. Uh, strengths, wide receiver and quarterback weaknesses. I think running backs could be an issue. And uh, definitely tight end is an issue. Uh, I believe he was the last to take a tight end, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, you know, if you're going to punt a position, that's the position to do it in. Um, I really like, you know, Cut, Fournette, McLaurin, Lawrence. Uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, he's got Ramondre Stevenson and Clyde Edwards Hilaire kind of as his uh, RB2 and flex kind of have some concerns there. Um, I've, I've, tr I've owned many Patriots running backs in the past and they've never, ever worked out. It doesn't matter how good they are, what situation they're in. They're just complete and total headaches. Yeah. Um, so uh, I really don't like that RB2 spot, but um, I'm going to give them a B on this one. Yeah, the Ramon Stevenson hype is is uh, at, at an all-time high right now with everybody saying that he could be the RB1 for the Patriots. And uh, so I understand them taking him there. Naeem Hines is getting some run as well, saying that he's going to kind of cut into to, to Jonathan Taylor's workload. I'm sorry, I have no idea why our doorbell is going off, if y'all can hear that. Um, and Cole Komet is uh, – he was not the last to take it. It was us because we were aiming for a Cole Komet right there. And uh, they took him. And so we completely punted on tight end whenever we get to us. So, but uh, yeah, hopefully Tecmo uh, ditched the strategy from last year and uh, things are looking up for them uh, for this season. So uh, we'll see how it goes for Tecmo. All right, Jake. Let's yeah. up. All right. So, you know, Yahoo gave me a, a B plus fan draft and a, um, my strengths are obviously a quarterback. Uh, I was the first to take a quarterback. Just yeah, a very about, general. Wait, let's let's put. Hold on, we got to hit the brakes here. You are the first to take a quarterback. I mean, I feel like that's against your mo. That's against everything that you've stood for. Absolutely, one hundred percent is. But the the whole reason that I've said that is because you know typically you're not going to get that value from a first round pick. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. And everybody in the league seemed to, like, take that advice, finally. And I was actually just dumbfounded that a quarterback had not been taken through three rounds by the time it got to me. 
So I actually saw that as an opportunity because I figured there'd be two or three off the board. And Josh Allen was the, is the only quarterback that I would ever even possibly think about with a third pick. So I just decided to take it there. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just thought that was odd. I just was looking at your team and that, that has to be a first. So, so what else you got with your team? Yeah. So, you know, I've got, I got some pretty good IDPs. Uh, I've invested heavily in them. Um, I've got starters at each position, but I'm not over, I'm not like overly strong at like any position other than quarterback. So um, I'm, I'm horribly weak at tight end. I think I'm going to have some pretty solid weeks, but like, I don't really have like a ton of like explosion power. So I'm just going to give myself a B plus, but although I felt way much better about my team this year than I did last year. Yeah, I think you getting Eckler there at six was a gift um, for him to to make it all the way to you. We were definitely going to take him if he fell past you, which he obviously did not. But um, I think you got some high upside guys, um, and it'll be very interesting to see what happens with A.J. Dillon this year and and the talk of Mooney. Um, and then I think Chase Edmonds, you know, where you got him was a good deal as well. So I think you got a good team. Yep. All right. Uh, H&F, us, what you uh, got? Moving on. Yeah, moving on to H&F now. Guy uh, who gave him a C, fan draft B plus. Uh, strengths are running back and wide receiver, as you guys hammered on those two for the first seven picks. Uh, weakness, I would say your weakness is, is a quarterback and tight end. Obviously, tight end is a huge weakness, but, like, who cares? Um, the quarterback. So maybe you guys can kind of go into what you're thinking with, with Trey Lance. I think you're, you're kind of, you took Lance at eight, you got cousins at nine. I think that's kind of like an insurance policy at that point. I think that you've got some really good players. The only issue that I have is you might start slow one because Trey Lance could come out of the gate slow. You got Javante Williams. Dobbins is still kind of coming off an injury. I think you have a great team. It's just I think you might get off to a slow start, and so I, I'm going to give you guys a B minus. Yeah, I think health is definitely an issue for our team. There, um, we do like I agree with you. I mean, I think we could start slow for sure um, with a quarterback situation. Kind of wanted to see what happens with Trey Lance there at, in round eight at the 106th pick. Um, so we wanted to give that a shot, but I was all in on Minnesota this year on their offense with a the OC offensive coordinator coming over from the Rams being the head coach now for, for Minnesota. I just want to see what happens um, with the whole Minnesota offense. So uh, that's why we got Dalvin cook where we did and then going and kind of double dipping at quarterback there with Kirk cousins. And like you said, um, tight end, it is what it is. I mean, we took one in the 15th round. So, but uh, hopefully our team can get healthy and, and we can uh, kind of pick up some, some losses we might get off the, the first few weeks for sure so yeah I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna really wait that long and get a tight end you know Irv Smith who else is gonna be yeah. catching balls other than Justin Jefferson right yeah so yeah once once we lost out on Komet we were like forget it and so I think we went with uh some IDPs at that point but I'm thankful we got our handcuff in Madison so yep all right Almond Brothers all right Almond Brothers got a B from both Yahoo and FanDraft I had the strengths as IDPs and tight end, obviously, as they do every year, the tight end whispers. Mm-hmm. Uh, weaknesses I had as uh, running back, and, or uh, well, excuse me, wide receiver and quarterback. Um, 
I think it's kind of hard to have a bunch of slot receivers and rookie wide receivers. So, like, if you kind of go through there, they've got Hunter Renfro, Tyler Lockett, and Trellon Burks as their main three wide receivers. So, like, I know that Renfro catches a lot of balls, so does Lockett. Uh, having those guys, like, having to depend on those guys every week to put up, you know, 20 points is tough. You know, they can get you – they can get you a good 10, maybe 15 points, but like they're not going to give you like those big, huge spike 25, 30 point winks that a lot of these marquee receivers do. So um, I actually, I'm not going to have to put them down as, you know, being a week there, that spot. Um, I, I expect a lot of week to week volatility with them. So I'm just going to give them a C. Yeah. I like, uh, I like the Almond brothers having Derrick Henry. I mean, with the O train, I can't think of any other player in the in the league that is like a train coming through than Derrick Henry. So I feel like it fits for them. Um and and Kyle Pitts is gonna just be a target machine over there in Atlanta. And uh the I, I do have a question mark though about Patterson repeating what he did last year. That was unbelievable. Um and and Traylon Burks, I, I like as the hundred and fifth pick uh in round eight. Uh, there's a lot of talk of him, you know, getting more work than we're expecting. So it'll be interesting to see how the Titans use him. So, and, and the one thing I've learned with the Almond Brothers is you just don't, you never know. Um, I mean, they could have an amazing team just like last year, people that you have no idea about. So don't doubt the Almond Brothers on this one. I'll doubt him. I think last year was a fluke. <laughs> All right. West Coast Wombats. All right, uh, WCW, Yahoo gave him a C and Fandraft an A, so that's quite a bit of a discrepancy between the two systems. Uh, strengths, um, I had not great at position groups overall, except for quarterback and tight end. Uh, the weaknesses, their players seem to lack uh, kind of like PPR upside, and their IDPs need work. So when you look at the running backs, Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs, they really don't catch a lot of passes. So you're really going to try to be dependent on touchdowns, yardage at that point. Um, they do have Alan Lazard and Chris Olave uh, kind of as their wide receiver three and four. A lot of question marks there. I know that Lazard is kind of like the number one wide receiver in Green Bay, but I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to spread it around. And I think you're probably going to have five guys who flirt with 500, 600 yards this year uh, easy on that Packers team. Um, so, you know, I'm going to give uh, them a C minus grade. Yeah, I like their team. I think they have an overall solid team. I like, I mean, kind of hit on it there with uh, Alan Lazard in the seventh round. If that turns out to be Green Bay's number one wide receiver, what a steal that would be. And um, uh, I think it is absolutely hilarious that they have Baker Mayfield on their team. And uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that they got him. And also, uh, I think a sneaky pick for them is in round 22 was Robbie Anderson, who was not that long ago was uh, drafted pretty high. And with a new quarterback there with Baker, who can throw the the deep ball, who likes to, I think that that could be a sneaky pick for them at 22. So I'm very, that's one player I'm interested to see how he does um, this coming Sunday. So uh, overall, I think they got a, a solid team. Yeah, I think that makes sense on Anderson. So in all of the mock drafts that I did, kind of over the summer, he just kept falling and falling and falling. Nobody yeah. would take him because the reason is because he tweeted something like he was going to retire. Yes. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people were just like, I don't even know if this guy wants to play football. Right. But Was, that, was he wanting to retire because of the Baker Mayfield rumors? Yeah. 
I think it, was, it all had to do with Baker. Apparently. Oh, so interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it seemed like there, there's something, there's some weird juju going on there. So nobody wanted to touch. Him. Yeah. Well, yeah. For what it's worth, when they said Robbie Anderson, like I said, I was typing in names, getting so far behind, we couldn't even look at the draft, the draft board, and I was like, he's still out there, you know. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does Sunday. So, all right, moving on to strong side. Uh, Y'all, you gave him a B, fan draft an A+. Plus. Um, he's he's basic. So Suggs is basically strong at all the major position groups. Uh, I think he needs some work with his IDPs, uh, which are you, – you can work with your IDPs. Uh, but week to week, I think he's going to put up strong numbers. Like uh, I, I actually gave him an A+, plus, which was the highest grade that I gave. Um, I'm, not, I'm not too keen on mixing there with the first pick. But uh, he, he just doesn't really catch a lot of passes. And so I really would have liked to take Swift there. Um, if I was in his spot, I definitely would have grabbed Swift over Mixon. But Aaron Jones, love him. DJ Moore, Mike Williams, love those picks. D, uh, David Montgomery's still the RB1 for the Bears. He's fine. Russell Wilson's going to be awesome to watch this year. Devontae Smith. And then they got Goddard. So, like, he really he really filled out all of his main position all of all the main positions very well. So I think week to week, like he's not going to have any down weeks at all. So that's why I gave him an A plus. So do you think that you with uh, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones can both coexist and put up good fantasy numbers this year? Yeah, I think they're both going to be viable. And should something happen to Jones, AJ Dillon is just going to be a league winner. So I invested pretty heavily I was actually uh, – I'll talk about it when we get to ECW's pick, but um, I'm very high on the Packers run game. Oh, okay. I think that uh, Russell Wilson there at number six or six uh, six-round pick there for quarterback is huge. I think he's going to be throwing a ton this year. And uh, no better pick, though, on his entire roster than round 19 when he got Brandon McManus. So, solid. Oh, there. I had a big old X there. Yep, forgot to mention yeah. that. I had a huge old X there. Yeah, Brandon 19. McManus, he's great. Uh, great guy, just a great person, and uh, we're big fans of him at H&F Industries. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, Greco, what do you got for Greco? All right, y'all, you gave him a B-plus, fan draft B-plus as well. Uh, strengths are wide receiver and quarterback. Well, weaknesses are running back depth and issues with um, Miles Sanders and Gordon, and he didn't pick up any handcuffs. So uh, I think that that could kind of come back and get him. Like with Miles Sanders, you probably needed to get Gainwell. Um, with DeAndre Swift, you needed Jamal Williams. So his top two running backs, he really didn't have any insurance on. So uh, should something happen with one of them, he's probably not going to do too well. So uh, overall, though, he had a pretty solid team, but I'm going to give him a B minus. Yeah, I like uh, Gabe Davis. We had him last year in the playoffs, and that guy just went off. So, interesting to see if it translates over into the the new season. Um, DeAndre Swift, I think, is a great pick there for him at, at number 11. Couldn't ask for more, honestly, at that pick. Um, so, I think that's a solid solid uh, pick for Greg, and we'll just see how it plays out on Sunday, though. I think he's got uh, decent IDPs there as well. So, we will see how it goes for Greg. I think he's got a good team. Pace in your face. Uh, so Pace, uh, y'all gave him a B minus, fan draft an A. Uh, I had his strengths as quarterback, tight end, and receiver, with uh, weaknesses at running back. So I think he was 
he was kind of one of the he was one of the managers that did not really invest heavily in running back at all. Uh, just looking through, he had four running backs through twelve rounds. Uh, he had uh, Brees Hall, Kareem Hunt, Michael Carter, kind of as your your top three running backs. Um, a, lot of, a lot of question marks there, but he does have Kelsey. He's got Lamb. He's got Mahomes, Brandon Cooks. Love Brandon Cooks there. Love Godwin, Robert Woods. Um, just a really solid team other than running back. So I'm going to give him an A. Yeah, I think Pace has got a pretty good team, except for, like you said, the running back situation there is, is very questionable on his team. Um, getting Kadarius Tony in the 10th round, I think, is uh interesting pick. Uh, Tony has a quite the opportunity there with the Giants. Um, it's it, at least at the beginning here. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. And I just think Pace has a lot of lotto tickets, though, as far as um, running backs go. So looks like he's got Jamal Williams and some others. So if you don't have your your handcuff, sounds like Pace might have them. So um, might want to check in on it. But Pace, I think you got a great team. Donuts, stop believing. Okay. Um, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> okay. With, with, with Richard. <laughs> Okay. Um, one of the strangest draft strategies I have ever witnessed in any draft whatsoever. Um, I'm going to have to give him a D plus. Uh, so let's, let's kind of go through here. So Yahoo gave him a C fan draft and a, I have no idea why fan draft gave him an a, but his, his strengths are obviously at receivers. So let's talk about receivers, right? With the first seven picks, he had six wide receivers. So through seven rounds, he had six wide receivers, one quarterback, then goes on to draft four running backs in the next four picks. And then in rounds 13 through 17, just goes straight IDPs for six straight picks. Uh, he also has two defenses. So I don't know what he was thinking. Uh, he told me at the break that he just kept seeing value there with the wide receivers. But you can only start two of them, maybe three, if you're going to put them in a flex. So I don't understand it at all. It was so strange that I, I don't think I can give him a worse grade as an overall team than Jordan's team, but he's going to get a D-plus from me. Yeah, the, the running back situation, um, I mean – Quarterback, wide receiver, he's got some good IDPs, um, but the running backs are really going to hurt him, I think. Um, and you got to hope that Damian Harris, if these, if the rumors are true about Stevenson, he's really in trouble. Um, so that that's kind of like, I think, his best option there at running back. So we'll just have to see what happens. But got a great wide receiver team, but uh, I agree. I don't think you can go worse than Jordan, but – Crazier things have happened in uh, fantasy football, so we'll see what happens. All right, yeah. and uh, who we got here at the end? Last team, East Coast. East Coast. ECW is the last team. So ECW got a B plus. Yahoo fan draft also B plus. Strengths are running backs and IDPs. Weaknesses I found very few, but mainly tight end. Um, they got Farmuth in the ninth round. He's not a he's not a game maker, but I mean he'll get you probably six or seven points a week. Um, 
talk about their strategy. So I, I, I kind of was talking about uh, Aaron Jones a second ago. So before the draft, I was wanting to move from the sixth spot to somewhere later in the draft. And I was hoping to maybe get 12 or 13. So I reached out to Pace and Pace was like, you know, I like the 12 pick. Um, I saw Alvin Kamara continue to move in out from the second round into the first round in mock drafts. And so I was trying to move back and I was actually going to do almost the exact same thing that ECW did. They grabbed Barkley and Kamara back to back. That's exactly what I was going to do. That was my plan. And if Kamara wasn't there or if Barkley wasn't there or something, I was going to try to grab Aaron Jones. So I, I really hold those three right running backs in high regard. So I wanted at least two of them. And so like they, they kind of went through, the same strategy that I had. And I, I love uh, Hollywood Brown there at the third. Uh, they got Damian Pierce, who could be an RB1. Uh, they got Metcalf, Rashad Bateman, Rodgers, uh, a really good IDP core. So I have to give ECW an A, absolutely. I think I'll love their team. Yeah, I really – I'm right there with you. I mean, they're getting Barkley and, and, and uh, AK right there. Those guys were first-round top seven picks, you know, not long ago, Saquon coming off of his injury, having a full year now past that. I think that's big for him. And you hope that all the legal matter with AK does go into, you know, the next season or the off season, I should say. But uh, I <clears throat> with Hollywood Brown there, that's one of my question marks with their team. That guy's got to catch the ball. Do you do you remember last year how many balls he dropped for Lamar Jackson? I mean, it was it was wild how many balls yeah. that he would uh, that would just hit him and he would drop. So I, I kind of think like their question mark for their team is wide receiver with a Hollywood and then DK. I mean, who who is the quarterback in Seattle? Like, I, I, who is I it? I don't know. I don't know if it's is it Gino. Gino? Maybe Gino it's Gino Smith. It might be. And if that is, that's uh, that's terrible for for DK now. I mean, it's not going to mean any Russell Wilson, but it's it kind of like Russell Wilson didn't like throw into him anyways as much, but. So I would say that's my question mark with uh with their team. Otherwise, I think they have a great team. Um, I do think that the Joshua Dobbs and Jacoby Brissett picks at the end were kind of weird, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Deshaun Watson, I wish they could have heard the rumor erupt when they picked him. I'll be interested to see if they really want to carry that guy for 11 weeks on their bench, um, taking up a valuable spot. But uh, I think East Coast Wombats did a great job. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, with the four quarterbacks, you know, and if you do do Watson, um, I, I believe that Watson would be eligible to be put on the R spot, right? No, he's not. He's not eligible. Yeah, when, you're okay. suspend, when you are suspended, you're not uh, an option. So who uh, who was it that got the Washington guy? Was that Tecmo? Was it Brian Robinson? Yeah, Brian. Yeah, sorry. Brian Robinson yeah. for Washington. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. they got him, that I forgot to mention. That's one I wanted to mention. In the 20th round, uh, 276th pick overall, they got Brian Robinson Jr. and put him on the IR, able to stash him. So I thought that was a great pick for them um, if he is able to come back. So it's kind of a lot of question marks there. But I thought that was a, a, a good pick so they could stash him. But, yeah, if somebody's suspended, no IR spot for those guys. So, All right, Jake. So looking back at all the teams, who – are you going to give the uh, ice bucket for this year? Who do you think is getting the ice bucket? All right. So that's going to go to, uh, to Jordan Wallison, Isaiah 4031. And I'm going to give 
prediction for the championship to be Matt Suggs. Whoa, there, all right, there you have it. So Matt Suggs wins the title this year. Although you did give out some a lot of A's there, so I feel like you got a few options, but he's saying uh, Suggs is going to win it. Hey, you know what? Today is Suggs' birthday, so happy birthday, Suggs. Hey. Jake, Jake thinks you're going to win the, the league. And uh, Ice Bucket Jordan Iwanazan, if you're listening to this, Jordan, um, if that happens, it's probably going to have to happen live at the draft, I think. Do, Jake, do you like it live at the live at the draft or the video? For the ice uh, I think I think the video was just so good. Yeah, like with the, with the rap, like I, I told Courtney that like that rap was like the coolest thing I'd ever heard, like yes. on a on our message board or anything like that. Like I'll never forget like that moment. You know, there's there's a couple of those moments that we have that you're not gonna forget. Yeah, and that was one of them. Um, that video, like the production quality, Pace's dad coming in there, <laughs> like just, yes. I mean, just so much going on, and it was just like you're constantly just like enthralled. The video editing was top notch. Who did the video editing, by the way? That was me. Yeah, that was me. The so like whatever camera that you were using was like a tip top camera. <laughs> editing was like tip tip. I mean, it was like perfect production. Yeah. Um. And also the Ross and the Reed faces. That was funny. So. Yep. The, the was- now I will say that the lyric video Suggs did beforehand that was awesome too. Suggs did all the the lyric video, putting all those pictures together. That was a that was a ton of work. So that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one that I was yeah was I, I was thinking of like putting all those edited clips. Yeah, in that there. was that was all Suggs. He did awesome on that. So, um, so I I was saying we were going to do some picks, but I'm just kidding about the picks because we're about to run out of time here on our Zoom meeting, and uh, so we are going to end the podcast right here. Guys, a reminder, I want you guys to set your lineups. I think we only have one team that has not done it. Uh, and you do not want to buy a house without this person. So uh, hopefully he'll set his lineup. And uh, <laughs> league pick them. Make your picks by Thursday night's kickoff. That's when they are all done. So they're locked in no matter, you know, if the game plays on Thursday or Sunday. League pick them is locked by kickoff on Thursday night. And I know we say this every year, but some guys go ahead and just make picks for the whole season. So just in case they forget one week, you can go on and click multiple weeks. It takes about five minutes to do the whole season. You can click and just make some random picks, save it, go to the next week, pick, save it, and you're set, you know, for the whole the whole year, just in case you forget. Because once the holidays get here, that's when guys usually forget. So um, any last words, Jake? Anything you got? Go Kim's crew. That's all I got. Go Kemp's crew. Jake, thank you so much for doing the uh, the mock draft and the grades. I know it takes a lot of time. We appreciate it. Guys, good luck this week. In week one, we're excited football's back and fantasy's back. And uh, we will see you next week.